Wild women, welcome. This is the Femme Podcast. If you're new around here, I'm Jack, one half of the Femme Duo. Before you dive into today's episode, I want to give you a heads up. The Femme Podcast is on season number two. You're about to listen to an episode from season one, which was the Spiritual Smackdown podcast where we invited women to rise from rock bottom. So season one is all about the Spiritual Smackdown. Season two is all about rising from greatness to greatness. More on top of more on top of more. It's where we tap into everything your woman desires. The money, the sex, the wealth, the power, the pussy desires. Start here and then come join us for season two. We're waiting. It's like a little tap on the butt or a huge womp on the booty. A spiritual smackdown is the universe's way of saying, hey, you, it's time for a change. It's time to listen to your intuition. You know, that little voice you've been ignoring. It's time for something bigger, something miraculous. But before you get to experience those highs you got to shift through the lows. Oh, those lows. And those often start at rock bottom. Hey, I'm Rob. And I'm Jack. We're best friends and business partners. We life together, work together, play together. Basically all the things together. And somehow we ended up here. With a community of thousands of badass, beautiful women who want more from life than staying surface level. So we're going deep. This podcast is going to connect you with the woman who's been to rock bottom through the exact same thing that scares you the most. We'll address the fears that are keeping you stuck, the heartbreak you've never healed from, the broke ass months. Oh, I remember those. We're giving you all the resources you need to shift your life and business to rise so that you can finally start living a life you're wild about. So welcome to this space, a space to listen to those hard truths and learn from them. A space to connect with women who aren't pretending to have it all figured out. This is a space for women to finally understand and celebrate that rock bottom is often the very place to rise. So go ahead and fill your cup with coffee or wine and come get real with us as we spit our truth and get ready to rise. Hey yo, it's Rob and Jack. Welcome back to the Spiritual Smackdown podcast for the wild women ready to rise. Guys, today we're touching on a topic that may make some of you slightly uncomfortable. We're talking about prayer and the prayer group that we hold and that we hold space for women in and want to share with you what it's all about and why prayer groups are not like joining a cult. Yeah, and it's funny when you said that, you were like, we should probably address that prayer groups aren't cults. And it's funny because I never associated prayer groups with cults, but then my perception of prayer is very different than typical going to church to pray. Exactly. This is more prayer group for the modern woman, for the woman on the rise. Exactly. I think you literally nailed it on the head. Prayer for the modern woman, prayer for the woman who wants to feel connected to something bigger, prayer for the woman who doesn't want to do life alone or feel like she is aimlessly hoping for things. And prayer for the woman that wants to feel connected to something bigger, that's different for all of us. For some of us, that's God. For some of us, that's universe. For some of us, that's source, power, creator. And I think that's where the thought of prayer as a cult comes in, is if you don't have a religious background, 
you think that prayer is not for you. Totally. So maybe let's just start by diving in on how you and I both use prayer. Because although I think we both use prayer very similarly, we both pray to different beings, right? We do. And I used to feel uncomfortable with this because I was raised Catholic, but I never had that belief as God being this man up in the sky that sat there judging whether you got to come to heaven or hell. So for a long time, God was such a trigger word for me. God was something that I did not identify with. And even as I share online and when I share, I tend to share a lot and speak in universal terms. So Mm -hmm. saying like the universe has our back. When I pray in my own daily life, whether it's through written prayer or prayer that I say or prayer with my kids, it is to God for me. Did you go to church or not go to church? As a child, we went to church every Sunday. Okay. And so I that's why I kind of had this like negative thought of prayer for a long time. And then when I did start praying, it was angels for a long time, praying to my angels and then universe. And then God eventually evolved, but is a new thing for me. And the reason you had this negative association with prayer was because when you went to church, it just never resonated with you or what created the negative? Really that I thought prayer being associated with God and the God that I grew up with learning about was this judgmental being. Yes, got it. Okay, so for me, I also grew up going to church. I grew up going to church every Sunday with my family and I stopped as I got a little bit older and activities started to get in the way. And But I never had a strong disassociation with the church. And in fact, even when I go home and visit my family in Ontario, I still go to church every Sunday with my grandma because she's in her mid-80s and it just feels like this comfortable place for me. It, she still goes to the same church that I grew up in. And not that I necessarily have this direct association to God, because we'll dive into that in a second, but because when I arrive in that building with all of these people that have seen me grow up as a child, I still feel part of that community. And it makes me feel belonging. They know me. They've watched me grow up. They've seen me go through the highs and lows and trials and errors of becoming an adult. And there is this safety in that. So as I've grown up, I have realigned with prayer as a woman and as a woman who has her own belief system around God and source and angels and universe. And it's really interesting because I defaulted my prayers to God for a really long time, but I had this really unclear vision of who I was actually praying to. Who is God? I couldn't identify what God actually looked like or what that even meant to me because it was so closely related to my childhood and to this idea of like, yeah, God is this man who, you know, in my mind had this white beard and a son named Jesus. And I'm not getting into the fact whether I believe in Christianity and religion on this podcast, but what I realized as I deep dove into this was, okay, 
Who am I actually praying to? Who am I actually speaking these soulful, heartfelt words to when I am asking for support and when I am saying prayer? Because I speak in prayer all the time. And when I did this work, it was super interesting because what I actually realized was that I am speaking to the earth. I'm speaking directly to the soil under my feet, the running waters of the ocean, the sky, the wind. And when I am in nature, I literally feel like the elements are my lifeline. I feel the wind move my chi. I feel the trees like they are my grandfathers. And so for me, it was a really interesting realization that my prayer isn't connected to God. It is literally connected to the elements and Mother Earth. And it's interesting how you said your default when you started praying was to God. And for me, it's been like a grow into God. And so interesting because I was so uncomfortable with the word God until I read Conversations with God, which is my favorite book. Such so you a guys book, will hear guys. so much about it, I'm sure. But that's just what really got me comfortable with like expressing and using the word God, which I never would have before. I think you probably remember with the day that I picked up that book and was weird that that title even attracted me because the word God did not resonate with me at this point in time. And this would have been two years ago. But when I look back at my journals throughout my spiritual smackdown, when I was writing so much, my prayers were to God. Isn't that so interesting? Yeah. Also, can we just go back to the fact that you just like casually ordered this book called Conversations with God, you guys? If you have read the book, then you know this, but it's also not like an easy, quick read. It is like a 750-page book. Yeah, because I bought the trilogy that was like in one book. So did I, because... Because <laughs> I made you. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh my God, you have to read this book. And I did, and... I love the book because I love the things that it stands for and the lessons that it teaches. And so much of what God in that book communicates resonates with me still feel like being spoken for the betterment of the planet and our human being wellness. And so it still comes from earth and source for me. And I think that's why it's so important to share that even in this book or in our prayer group, whether it's God, source, creator, universe, angels, they can be interchanged with whatever your belief is. Totally. And something so cool. I love that you just threw in the word creator because I feel like that word resonates with so many people. And for me to get to source and earth as the essence that I pray to, I did have to go through all of these different names or words or sources to really understand and like figure out which one I identified with. I went through God. I went through angels. I went through God with a capital G and a small g. I went through God written as her with a small h and a large. Like I literally tried on everything. I tried creator. I tried universe. Everything just felt like a small miss. And how important is that process to try on the word even that really resonates with you so that there's like intention when you are praying that you know who or what you're praying to, the type of energy. Totally. And I think when we pray like that, 
That is the type of support we are asking for. If my depiction of God that I can't shake is a man up in heaven with a beard and a walking stick, and if I don't feel a personal connection to him, if I don't feel like he is my soul's God, then every time I pray, am I actually getting the support that I need? Am I actually feeling a deeper devotional connection to the words that I'm speaking and the questions I'm asking. And for a long time, I wasn't. I literally think I was just praying for the sake of praying and hoping it was making a difference. And what now, now that you are so connected, how do you use prayer in your daily life? Oh, my language has changed. I feel like when I do speak to Mother Earth, I feel, oh, this is so interesting. I've never even fucking thought about this, but my mom died. How interesting that the God I seek is maternal in Mother Earth, watching over me through nature and growth and expansion and abundance. And I literally just got goosebumps. But isn't that, I've never even thought of that. Of course my God is Mother Nature. Of course it's Mother Earth. Oh my God. That's such a powerful realization. Yeah. That is such a powerful realization. It is. And it just happened on our podcast. That is so cool. But so obviously, I mean, it's like dating the wrong guy and pretending that you're dating the one. It feels inauthentic. It feels forced. It feels fake. It feels misaligned. And when I identified that Mother Earth is my God (laughs) or my aligned being source of energy and support, I all of a sudden felt this sense of coming home. She gets me. She feels me. Honestly, I also sort of have this feeling like I don't even need to talk to her. She just understands me. So when I do ask questions or when I do seek that guidance, it's so simple. I can wait for her to talk to me. When I was praying to God, I literally was like, oh my God, I had this feeling all the time. Where are you? Why aren't you coming through for me? Why aren't you giving me the answers? Why aren't you talking to me? Why aren't you showing up? Yes. That is huge. Mm -hmm. And how could that God show up when it wasn't something that you were actually deeply connected to? Yeah. I mean, I hate to align this with business and bring that conversation in here, but this has been so true for us, especially in this last month where a lot of the work that we were doing wasn't necessarily aligned with the direction we wanted to go and really getting clear and identifying what felt good to us, what really felt in flow with our energy, where we wanted to be speaking on and connecting with our dream clients and women in this community. Once we got that clarity and found that language and our people, it all felt different. It felt so different. And that language piece is so key. So what does prayer look like for you on a daily basis? How do you pray? I pray in my journal. I write. My prayers are written. Every day I write a very simple prayer to Mother Earth. 
And it literally comes in the form of just free writing words, asking for support, asking for forgiveness, asking for answers to questions that are unanswered or things that I feel uneasy on, you know? So tomorrow I leave for a trip to Bali and a prayer for me right now would look like, Dear Mother Earth, please support me in this journey. I trust that everything that happens along the way is for me and I ask for ease and opportunity and clarity in my every single day as I walk down this new path. And I love that we both have similar ways that we use prayer, but we pray in very different ways. So you tend to be intentional about prayer that you write in your journal. Mm -hmm. For me, it's very verbal. It's like a conversation. I speak prayer Mm -hmm. and it often does come out in my journal, but not intentionally. I will be journaling and it just like flows into some kind of prayer. Isn't that so interesting? Yeah, mine is like so intentional. Like I sit down to write to pray. I think how I started praying though maybe led to this. So I first started praying when my sisters and mom and I basically formed our own little prayer group. Yeah. And what happened is, I mean, I wish I could even remember how that started, but we just really recognized the power of praying together. I know how it started. It came to me. From God. (laughs) No, it was actually a, it was Deborah. How do we explain Deborah? Oh man, Deborah is, she's been a big part of both of our lives. Deborah is a channeler. Yep. And she's been a big part of our spiritual journey for both of us for sure. Yep. She had suggested to my mom that my sisters and I have three sisters. So there's five of us women. She said the energy when you guys pray together makes Your prayers come to fruition so quickly and so easily because of this powerful energy of you women holding and supporting each other. So we just said, let's start it. And we, I literally had an alarm that would go off in my phone every day at 9am that said angels, because at that time I was praying to angels. And we, at the beginning of each week, we chose three things that we were going to pray for as a group, as a collective. And at the exact same time, every day, the three of us said this prayer each in our own way, but we prayed for the same three things. And sometimes it would be small things. It would be something small. It would be like that my nephew did well at his hockey tryout that day. And other times it would be huge. We prayed over my aunt who had cancer and was told that she had a week left to live. That was five years ago. And she is still here with us. Yeah, I love this idea of the coming together. Obviously, this is what I still get from, you know, that once a year that I still attend church with my grandmother is that sense of community and support. You and your sisters and your mom coming together to support each other. Hey, you guys, Nate has a hockey tournament. Like, let's all pray he does well. It makes you feel this bonded togetherness of like, okay, let's all bring our energy to this and what an impact that has. And I think until you've really studied energy and the power of energy, you don't really understand how impactful that really is. And this is the interesting thing for me, talking back about how I had like toe dipped into spirituality before, is I recognize the power of prayer, but it's not something I've consistently kept using. It has not been like my go-to tool 
until recently. And my aunt is a very clear example for me of the magic of prayer, of the magic of that energy. Here is a woman who was stage four cancer. We were told like we went to say our goodbyes to her. It was right before I got married. I remember her asking me like, will you come back and show me the pictures from your wedding? And I had told her about my black wedding dress because I thought she's never going to get to see these pictures. My wedding is six weeks away. We've been told she has a week left to live. Obviously that prayer was like, the prayer that took over for us. And we just continue to pray and pray and pray. This is probably coming on seven years later that she's been cancer-free, that there's no explanation. Doctors had literally given up hope on her, told her not to come to chemo or radiation. Oh, that's so crazy. And the power of miracles and prayer is real for me. But still that story and that experience didn't solidify prayer into my daily life. I tended to pray when I wanted something, when I needed something, when I was at rock bottom and I felt like I had nowhere else to go. And now transforming this into prayer being part of my daily life and part of my rituals and not the thing that I just fall back on. Yes. Because how often do we use prayer as a last resort? This is so typical of a spiritual smackdown. You get the giant womp and all of a sudden there you are on the rock bottom floor and it's lonely there and it's dark and half the time you've done something to get yourself there. And we are full of self-judgment and criticism and it's literally oftentimes when we feel our lowest, helpless. And who do we turn to? I was gonna say, I remember in those times turning to prayer because I thought... There is no one else to turn into. There is nothing else. I've I'm, literally got nothing left. I've got you know? nothing left, so I'm going to turn to prayer. Yeah. And then, and this is what was really powerful to shift to me, what if I didn't wait for that rock bottom? What if it wasn't that last resort? What if prayer was something that supported me continually in my life? When do you think you asked yourself that question? When do you think you started identifying the fact that like, hey, actually, I don't have to wait until my life gets super shitty to use prayer. I could pray every day and feel constantly supported. Not even a thought of when, like I can pinpoint that. The second time that Craig left and I realized that I was putting my spiritual self on the back burner all the time. Mm, Amazing. And then it just became a part of your routine. It became a part of my routine. It's become a part of my routine with my with my family, with my kids. We pray for something every night, and we each choose something that we pray for. Two nights ago, my son's prayer was that God made dragons real. <laughs> I love that. Last night, his prayer was thanking God for making humans. It changes all the time, but we all pray for something. Sometimes it's prayer over our businesses. Sometimes it's prayer over our family life. Sometimes it's prayer over world issues. And I do love this too, but prayer does tend to remind us of practicing gratitude. It reminds us to give thanks for the things that we have and the blessings that are already in our lives rather than staying in that constant state of longing and wanting. So why prayer group? Why are we facilitating this prayer group? Obviously, the power of prayer and the impact it's had in our own lives and in our own journey, but really knowing the power of coming together in prayer in building community and having that energetic support of people praying together and not being alone. And one of the most 
fabulous things that I am just increasingly falling in love with in our prayer group is that women get to ask. They get to show up and ask each other for support and really talk about what is going on in their lives. Where do I need help? Where do I need support? Who can help me and support me on this path that I'm on? Here's where my trouble lies. Or here's what I'm celebrating. Here's what I'm really thankful for this week. Let's sing it to the rooftops, you know? Singing as a part of a choir always leaves a larger echo than singing by yourself. And coming together to pray with your goddess sisters really has that larger impact. It's just more voices and more collective voice being put behind whatever it is you need right now. So I love that our prayer group gives women the opportunity to ask for what they need in a safe place. And this was something that resonated so deeply with both you and I. The minute we considered starting prayer group, we were like, can we start this group tomorrow because of that power of being able to hold space for these women, of us being soul warriors, sisters together, and knowing the power of our energies together to hold space for women in our community. And you guys, I have big desires. I have big hopes for this world, for this planet, for us as collective human beings. And I know that my little solo prayers in the corner of this small mountain town aren't going to have as big of an impact as they will if we all pray for those big desires and those big hopes. I don't want to be the only one responsible for saving the planet. I want us to all pray for her wellness. Yeah, the energy of one versus the energy of 100, 1,000. Think of that energetic force and alignment going into the universe. It's powerful. It's so powerful. So what do we pray for in prayer group? We pray for the health and well-being of ourselves and of others. The healing of past traumas. We pray for the giving and receiving of unconditional love in relationship and in marriage. We pray for abundance and financial resources. We pray for fertility, healthy children, a healthy next generation who's going to care for one another and the planet. Belonging, community, that sense of connection. We pray for Mother Earth and the repair of our oceans, our forests, our skies. We pray for the planet, you guys. We pray to give women strength and power to endure whatever season they are currently in. We pray for equality and choice. We pray to encourage women to use their voice and to share their truth. And guys, we also pray for the female leaders of the world to fully own their responsibility and ability to make change. We pray for it all. We pray for the little. We pray for the big. We cover individual prayers. We pray for things that will impact us globally. And the cool thing about prayer group is we pray for the woman who's trying to get pregnant. We pray for... Alabama and their abortion laws. You know, we literally pray for individuals and the collective. I think that's one of my favorite things is through this prayer group, we get to hear stories. We get to hear each other's stories and truths and meet each other where we're at. 
And that's what we're here for in the Spiritual Smackdown podcast is to share these stories, to connect through stories. Prayer group is just one other way to do this. Prayer group is another way we bring women together. You guys, we don't have to do this alone. And I think that's the whole point, right? Jack and I were in this place where we are each praying to different gods, different planets, different trees, different people. And we were like, hey, wait a minute. Do you pray? Yeah, I pray. Hey, yeah, I pray too. I pray to someone totally different than you, but I'm asking for the same things. So we decided to come together. We decided we were going to pray together with each other. And that quickly turned into wanting to invite you in, wanting to pray with our community, wanting to elevate other goddesses. And really introduce you to the power of prayer for the modern woman. We don't have to go to church, you guys. We don't have to be in buildings with pews. But you can be, you know, but the prayer for the modern woman is on the go. It happens on the fly. It happens when you need it to happen. And it happens with a collective community of other women who are doing the same. You might already have a prayer practice and you want that collective of community. You might also have never prayed before. And so you want support and guidance and to learn from women who do pray. And you guys, here we are. Welcome home if you've been looking for a place to practice prayer, if you've been looking for a place to try it out, come join us. I mean, it's $4.44 a month. It's the price of your coffee. And if it doesn't fit for you, that is okay too. But if prayer is, like Jack said, if it does have a place in your life or if you're wondering if it can, this is the perfect, non-judgmental, welcoming, down-to-earth F-bomb dropping, truth-telling place that you can come to practice prayer for the first time if you feel called. Your prayers are going to be heard. Your prayers are going to be honored. And maybe your prayers will even be answered. You know? And your prayers will be answered. They will be answered. Come join us. We love you, goddesses. We'll see you on the inside. Thank you so much for joining us today. There really is nothing better than bringing a group of grown-ass women together. So go ahead and hit subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and come get real with us every week as we spit our truths and get ready to rise. And if you know other women down to get real, please do us a favor and share this episode on the socials. Take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram at ForTheWildFemme so we can give you a shout out. Instagram is definitely our favorite place to hang. So come join the combo there. And we'll see you back here each and every Thursday. Thank you so much for being here. Get ready to rise.